Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast on the Gospel of John. Now today we'll be reading and reflecting on John chapter 9. I'm going to use the 4R approach for this devotion. Now what is this 4R? Uh, we will first read, that is the first R, we'll read the Word of God, and then we will reflect. That's the second R on the Word we just read, meaning we're going to talk about what is going on in the passage and also some biblical lessons or even principles that we can draw we can learn from the passage and then using these principles or lessons we can then do a relate that's the third r by trying to apply these lessons into our own life and then we rest okay that's the fourth r which is to commit what we have learned to the lord in prayer we want to ask of god to give us the perseverance and the strength and the grace to obey what he wills so if you have your bible with you you'll be very helpful for yourself if you can just turn to john chapter 9 and we'll be reading from verses 18 to 41 verses 18 to 41 now the jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked him, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But how he now sees, we do not know, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age, he will speak for himself. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus to be the Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, He is of age. Ask him. So for the second time they called the man who had been blind and said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, Whether he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I have told you already, and you will not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? And they reviled him, saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, Why, this is an amazing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. But if anyone is a worshipper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, You were born in other sin, and will you teach us? And they cast him out. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. 
he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say we see, your guilt remains. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God indeed. Let us pray. Prepare our hearts, O God, to hear your word indeed, and obey your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now let's do the reflection part. Now if you have been following the podcast series, you will know that I've uh, actually spoken on this passage briefly during the podcast on John chapter 8. The man was born blind and was healed by Jesus. But here the man's neighbors, they questioned the miracle because they did not believe that a man was born blind and healed of his blindness. This was like something uh, totally unheard of. When the man insisted that he had been healed, the people brought the man to the Pharisees. The Pharisees questioned the man and his parents and somehow they verified that actually the miracle was true. Because based on the witness of the parents, the man was indeed born to be blind. However, a miracle had happened. Very obviously, he was now able to see. Yet, as the Pharisees and the neighbours, and henceforth this group, if you notice, was referred to as the Jews, you know, they knew that the miracle was true. But they were all ready to reject the miracle worker, who was Jesus the Christ. Now in this situation, the Pharisees and some of the people who did not believe, they were, you know, they were caught in this self-imposed dilemma. On the one hand, they could not deny the miracle since it actually happened. On the other hand, if they acknowledged that the miracle was true, they would also have to confess that Jesus is the Christ. Right? This is because according to the scriptures, only God's prophet or God himself can do such a thing. But if they, especially the Pharisees, acknowledge that Jesus is the Christ, they would lose their present authority, they would lose their power over the people, they would lose their influence. They would have to declare to the people that they had wrongly accused Jesus. Now this was why they kept asking the man to repeat his story. This was why they even threatened the man to denounce what Jesus had done. The Pharisees and those who did not believe even brought in the name of God. You know, when they say, give glory to God. They even brought in the name of God in order to hopefully, hopefully prove to the Jews that they were right. Yet the man who regained his sight insisted on the truth. Because he had witnessed and he had experienced the glory of God through the very touch of the Messiah's hand. And he boldly proclaimed that never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. And if this man were not from God, he could do nothing. And when he said this, amazingly, the Pharisees and the unbelieving Jews, they became you know, personally defensive because they could not argue with the man anymore. So they turned personal. They, turn, they get personally defensive and they answered the man, you know, they say that you were born in Arthur's sin and would you teach us? And they cast him out. 
So with this, let us do a bit of uh, let us do a bit of observation, and you know, let's um, see how this can relate to our own life, right? You know, isn't it amazing that the Pharisees and the unbelieving Jews they knew the truth, but they refused to acknowledge the truth due to their personal agendas. They even went to the extent of casting out the man who spoke nothing but the truth. Ironically, the man did give glory to God by speaking the truth. But the Pharisees you know, and the unbelieving Jews, they were so clouded by their own wickedness and insecurities that they would rather cast him out. They would rather, in a sense, cast out the truth. My friends, could there be times in our faith journey when we behave like the Pharisees? You know, we know the truth. We know what God wants from us. But because the truth is too hard to bear or that it is so inconvenient for us to confess that we attempt to cast out the truth or try to bury our heads under the sand. You know, it could be a time where certain truth threatens something habitual in our lives which we found it so hard to give up. It could be a time where the truth reveals who we really are and we are afraid of how others might judge us. Whatever is the situation, we know that at the end of the day, we cannot hide from the truth. No matter how we try you know, to cast it out, the truth remains forever, just as God's word remains forever. The thing is this, you know, the Pharisees and the unbelieving Jews, they can cast the man out of the synagogue, but the truth remains forever that he is a glorious witness to the power and the love of God. So my friends, I think the lesson here for us today is really that we need not even try to put up a fight towards confessing the truth. We need not struggle to acknowledge to God that we are wrong or have sinned against him. We need not cast away any witness if we have seen and experienced the power and the love of God in our lives. Instead, we should allow all these things to help us to grow deeper with God to bear good fruit for His glory. And something to notice here also that, you know, sometimes we note the difference, right, between how Jesus as a true miracle worker, how He was compared to a fake one, right? Uh, a fake miracle worker. A true miracle worker like Jesus, you know, he will follow up. He will follow up with a concern for the state of our souls, even after a miracle is done. Whereas, in comparison, a fake miracle worker or a false teacher will dwell in his or her glory of the miracle and really cares nothing for us, for you, where your faith is concerned. And we can learn to discern this, you know, in the longer term, you know. And we need to learn how to discern this so that we do not get tripped up by the enemy's deceit. Therefore, my friends, only when we embrace the truth shall we gain the freedom of truly knowing Christ and making Him known. Only when we embrace the truth shall we gain spiritual sight. Only when we embrace the truth shall we begin the process of true healing of our souls from things that are not from the Lord. Only when we embrace the truth shall we be able to face and love people 
in an authentic way. Otherwise, as Jesus implied in the passage, we shall be blind forever. So today, before I conclude this passage, let me just leave you with one question which you might want to consider for further reflection. And the question is this, are you struggling right now with embracing a certain truth in your life? If you are, are you, you know, at least willing to talk to God about it today and trust that He will listen and point you to the right direction he will advise you on the right thing to do. And I'd like to just leave you with that. Um, and now let us rest in the Lord and pray together. Lord our God, we thank you for your lesson on embracing the truth and not casting it out like the Pharisees and the unbelieving Jews. Because Lord, you are the truth. You are the way. You are the life. So God, may you help us to stay true to you even in situations where we are not comfortable to do so. This is so that, Lord, we can be like the man healed of his physical blindness, that we can see, that we can truly see and live in true spiritual freedom. And this we pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.